Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Can you believe it? It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. Are you kidding me? You're listening to Winning Cures Everything. Game day, baby. Wake up or get out. Here's your host. A confident young man. A superb athlete. Gary Seegers. All right. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is the Wednesday, February 28th edition of the show. Hopefully you all are having wonderful, wonderful Wednesdays thus far. Wherever you might be, hopefully you checked out the Monday show. Uh, Put up some YouTube videos on Monday evening uh, Notre Dame realignment, uh, and then what to expect from the college football playoff mess. Uh, yeah, check them out. Go to the YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed if you've not already done so. We would certainly appreciate that. Uh, hopefully, like I said, everybody's having a good time. We did the Bet U.S. College Football Show yesterday, Tuesday afternoon, so go and check that one out as well. There is the Bet U.S. Football Show podcast. You can listen over there as well. Lots going on at BetUS TV. We'll certainly say that. We'll certainly say that. Uh, kids got over COVID last week, and now the five-year-old uh, potentially might have some kind of throat issue going on. <laughs> so, so I may be taking off work again. So I want to make sure that I get another pod in uh, for this week because who knows what Friday may end up looking like? Because who knows? Things are things are wild. End of February, going into March, springtime. Temperature changes, of course, uh, very big in this part of the country. Uh, I'm sure some of you guys that listen in Chicago and whatnot, Illinois, Indiana, uh, you guys are going through it right now because it was 75 and now it's, what, 20 or something like that? I mean, it's wild. We uh, we moved from about 75 degrees yesterday over to, I uh, believe it is 49 this morning. So it, Quite the quite the shift, and it's supposed to continue to get co- uh, get colder. Excuse me, as the evening goes along. All right, we got uh, we got several things to discuss this evening, so let's go ahead and uh, and dive into it. Topic number one here. Oh, by the way, winningcureseverything.com. I'm on the socials at GaryWCE if you want to reach out to me, and of course, uh, if you would do me a huge favor, uh, if you want to watch the drive-in show, you can of course uh, become a member on YouTube. It's $2.99 a month. I would certainly appreciate that. Or you can just listen on the podcast for free. Totally up to you. Totally up to you. All right. Topic number one, realignment news. That's right. That's right. And no, we're not talking Notre Dame here. Uh, UMass is going to join the MAC in 2025. Got to tell you, I don't think that Massachusetts is mid-American, but uh, everybody's getting into conferences and it is what it is. The only two football programs that are independent currently in the FBS are UConn and Notre Dame. I would imagine if Florida State leaves for the Big Ten or whatever, I would imagine that UConn will be next up for the ACC. 
And Notre Dame, I would imagine, is probably going to fit into the Big Ten, as you guys probably saw if you watched that YouTube video. So, I, I'm curious about this one. Uh, the, the more interesting thing, because it, it takes nothing for a team that does not have a conference, which, it, okay, there's the basketball side of this, right? UMass is in the A-10. They've always been in the A-10. They seem to fit in the A-10, but I don't know that their TV deal with the A-10 is worth as much as the max TV deal in football. So, but if you're going to move to football, then, you know, your basketball program is going to have to host Northern Illinois, and you're going to have to travel to Ohio to face the Bobcats, and you're going to, you know, like, there's a trade-off there. UMass hasn't been super relevant in basketball in years. So, is it worth staying inside that basketball conference? It. I hate the moves. I, I really do. I, I wish that we could get something that resembles more of a generic, not generic, uh, just a, a better geographic footprint. More regionality would make more sense to me. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, anyway, like I said, UMass joining the MAC, it didn't take a ton of work, right? Because they their football program did not have a conference. So it's very easy to just pick up and say, all right, here's what we're doing. When it comes to the other team that's in talks with the MAC, uh, Western Kentucky. Now, this was rumored not too terribly long ago, and I cannot remember. This was a few years ago, and I don't remember if Middle Tennessee or Western Kentucky are the ones that kind of put the squash on it, but or maybe it was the MAC in general. But there was talk of those two leaving Conference USA to go over to. Uh, the MAC, and regionally that fits Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee, Bowling Green and Murfreesboro. Those work with the MAC. Um, I'm curious about this one. I would love to see the Hilltoppers in this conference. Uh, Western Kentucky against Ohio, against Northern Illinois, against Buffalo, like teams. I'm. This would be fun for me. Like these are these are helmet games in my world. So, and I can guarantee you, uh, I, I'm going to be playing with these teams quite a bit when this new college football game comes out on the, on the PlayStation. So I'm, I'm excited about it. it. Does it make sense for Western Kentucky? Conference USA appears to have gotten, you know, gotten everything together. Conference USA might be an easier conference to win going forward. Uh, now, Liberty is always going to outrank uh, basically everybody else in that conference because they've just got way, way, way more money. But, you know, if you're Western Kentucky, uh, do you think that Liberty is just going to win that conference every year? So you're moving over to the MAC, or do you think that geographically it makes more sense? Because Western Kentucky might not want to have to play at New Mexico State and against UTEP and whatnot. I mean, it's a, that's a, a lot of travel for you know, a program that's not making a ton as far as media rights. So we'll see what ends up happening with Western Kentucky, but that uh, that might be what's next on the docket as far as moving uh, conferences. Realignment news. It, it, every offseason. Every freaking offseason. Uh, topic number two here. Former Georgia Tech coach Paul Johnson 
absolutely ripped Jeff Collins. Uh, so that is ex-Georgia Tech coach on ex-Georgia Tech coach uh, hate crimes here. I mean, it is I, – I, I never put it past coaches like Paul Johnson or Pat Narduzzi, et cetera, to just let it rip, right? Those kind of guys, they're really a media or a journalist's dream when you get them in a really comfortable interview setting. Uh, and I don't, I don't remember the, uh, the radio show that he went on. But it's one that, obviously, he had a very comfortable relationship with because he just let it fly. And I personally, I enjoyed it. Uh, but he, he had some really valid points. Uh, and there's a reason why he's mad at Jeff Collins because Jeff Collins came in. And, yeah, Paul Johnson got fired and everybody saw, oh, it's going to be so difficult to move from the triple option and this and this and this. And, but, look, Paul Johnson was difficult to play against. Like, other teams in the ACC knew that that was tough. And if you had a ceiling on your program, then Paul Johnson was perfect for it because he would reach that ceiling. He would never go really above it. Uh, But Georgia Tech played for three conference titles under him when they were running the triple. Like, they they played in and won an Orange Bowl against Mississippi State. They, They did big things in that program. The year that he let, got let go, they won seven ball games, And Jeff Collins came in, and it was like he tried to just completely wipe that part of history off the board. I think Georgia Tech fans had gotten so tired of it, but it was winning. So I think the expectation level had to kind of be reset. And maybe what, maybe what Paul Johnson was doing at Georgia Tech didn't fit Georgia Tech. Right, maybe that's what it was, but I I could understand why Paul Johnson would be upset because he did do good things in Atlanta. He did big things, and for Jeff Collins to come in and just immediately, you know, I, I believe the spring practice uh, happened uh, like the very first spring practice after uh, after Paul Johnson was let go. You know, they came out in the flex bone, and then you know, immediately audibled to something where they had like four wide receivers and, you know, everybody in the crowd cheered. Everybody was excited. And that just goes to show that, it, yeah, they may have won seven ball games the year before, but people did not appreciate it. And maybe that says more about the fan base. And this is, again, nothing against Georgia Tech at all. Uh, but it, it, we've stood by this on this show back when Chris was here, etc., it's nobody's birthright to win 10 ball games a year. And yet Georgia Tech was still doing that uh, under, under Paul Johnson every now and then. They were a good team. They were tough to fight against. They, uh, they beat up some teams. And, I mean, you've seen what it's been since. Uh, that's, who knows whether that is a Jeff Collins thing or what, but that team was obviously not as tough after Paul Johnson left. Uh, but he, he let it rip. And he said that other coaches in the ACC would call him and just laugh about the Jeff Collins Georgia Tech teams. And I could totally buy that. So it makes all the sense in the world because I, I remember seeing some of the quotes in, uh, in some of the preview magazines. So cheers to Paul Johnson, uh, obviously enjoying himself in retirement, <laughs> just doing his thing. Uh, topic number three here, LSU coach Brian Kelly. He told Wilson Alexander from The Advocate down in Baton Rouge that Harold Perkins is going to play inside linebacker again. 
So this was not a madhouse thing. This, you know, and it's this next thing is not a Blake Baker thing, the new defensive coordinator. Uh, this is what Brian Kelly sees. And, I mean, you want to talk about square peg and round hole. Uh, look, I get it. I get the size of the kid. He's he's six one, uh, two fifteen, two twenty. Well, I mean, whatever it is, he's he's not huge. So trying to to put him up against an offensive tackle, etc. Routinely, you can't keep doing that. I guess maybe it makes more sense for his size to learn something different. But that kid, if you just watch his movements, he was built to be an edge rusher. Like, come on, just let him go. Like, either that or, or get him to lose a little weight and put him back at, at safety. Or maybe not even lose weight. If he's about 220, then uh, then put him back at safety and just let him let him go everywhere. Uh, you certainly have to work on coverage skills. But still, that kid was born to rush on the outside. And you saw what a terror he was towards the end of his first season in 2022. And yet here we are again. Like, his... His grade, his PFF grade, uh, declined significantly last year based on the fact that they were trying to play him inside. And now it looks like we're going to do this all over again. Now, why we would do that, I don't know. But uh, for Brian Kelly to come out and just say it again, okay, you know, this is, this is your thing. Um, if that's what you want to do with this kid that is an absolute star then fine. Uh, And it is possible to just be a really good college football player and not have to be an NFL player. But regardless, there are a ton of NFL players that are tweeners that don't fit the perfect size that that are just players. They're just ball hawks. Let them go. But, you know, I'm sure I would love to hear from LSU fans. You guys... uh, you guys are a lot of fun. Tell me if I'm wrong, because this just feels ridiculous. Like, you've got this absolute stud on the outside that you know can get after the quarterback. You have seen it over and over and over and over again. And and yet, when you play him inside, he is not nearly as effective. And Brian Kelly in February is telling you, yeah, he's going to play inside. Okay. Okay. Have at it. Uh, let me tell you about Ticket Smarter right quick. If you didn't already know, which I'm sure that you do, tickets are expensive to anything. Concerts, NBA games, college football games coming up this fall. College baseball is out right now, and those are not super expensive, but there are some games, some series that, that are going to get a little pricey. You can save money by going to Ticket Smarter. That's right. Use the promo code WCE10 or WCE20. That's WCE10 or 20. Uh WCE 10 is going to get you $10 off an order of $100 or more. WCE 20 is going to get you $20 off an order of $300 or more. And, yeah, I am uh, I am ecstatic, ecstatic about our partnership with Ticket Smarter. It's a lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. We, uh, I like Ticket Smarter. <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, that's, a, that's not a one-time code, by the way. That's not a, you sign up and use the code and then you have to pay full price. And anytime you want tickets, you just use WCE 10 or WCE 20. It's going to save you money. So I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, do yourself a favor. Think smarter. Ticket smarter. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, topic number four, Georgia State is hiring Jim Chaney as their offensive coordinator. And I wrote this note down. I didn't go back and research it. I I don't know exactly what's going on here. But Jim Chaney, I mean, the the fall has been, uh, is precipitous the word? I mean, it's, it's it's been wild to think because he was at Georgia with Kirby Smart the first time that they made a, uh, a playoff and then he he gets poached by Tennessee and all of a sudden he's nowhere to be found he this is what happens when you when you coach for Jeremy Pruitt I guess um, but yeah Jim Chaney was like the next big thing he was like the he was the big thing coming out of Georgia, and now he's going with Dell McGee over to Georgia State. Uh, I think Jim Chaney probably still knows how to call an offense. I think this is a pretty good hire for Dell McGee. Uh, I, I like Georgia State. I like these guys that have been around for a long time, you know. And I'm a big fan of the Sun Belt Conference, so this is this is a lot of fun for me to watch as they piece this thing together uh, because I think that they were. They were underutilizing their resources at Georgia State. I don't think they fully understood how. To, I mean, the, the coaches that they've had, what? I think it was Bill Curry and then Sean Elliott, and that was it. So I, I'm curious to see what this next iteration of the, uh, of the Panthers is going to look like because I think Georgia State has a chance to be fantastic. And Jim Chaney, I don't know how well he's going to recruit, but I don't think he's going to have to worry about that with Del McGee as his head coach. So we'll we'll see what happens on that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, topic number five: Jordan McLeod. That's right, the former James Madison quarterback. He uh, he was the Sun Belt Player of the Year. He announced, of course, after Kurt Signetti left, that he's going to transfer. But we finally got his destination yesterday, and that was um, that was going over to Texas State. And I got to tell you, I'm excited about that. I, Jordan McLeod has been all over the place. He was at South Florida. I think he was at Arizona for a minute. Uh, he went to James Madison and really did big things under Kurt Signetti. And now, uh, now he goes over to G.J. Kinney and that offense. And you saw what they did with T.J. Finley last year. I mean, good gracious, that offense is a lot of fun. Jordan McLeod is a dude, and he's experienced and I think he can do huge things next year. So if you are into college football uh, fantasy, then, yeah, this is a guy that you're going to want to pay attention to because he's going to get a ton of plays. He's good. There are going to be so many explosive opportunities for him in this offense. Uh, again, Sunbelt, whole lot of fun. That league is fantastic if you're not already paying attention. So Texas State, pay attention to the Bobcats this year. Pay attention. Next up, topic number six, Boise State. That's right. Uh, Spencer Danielson, 
He's the new head coach. He's 35 years old. And he finally made his uh, his offensive coordinator hire after Bush Hamden left to be Kentucky's offensive coordinator. And he hired Dirk Cutter. That's right. Former NFL head coach. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator at Boise just a couple of years ago under Andy Avalos when they had to fire their other offensive coordinator in the middle of the year. Uh, Cutter was an analyst on the staff. He was, you know, just hanging around, whatever. For Danielson to be able to talk this guy into coming in to be the OC, that is huge. Now, I'm certain that Taylor Green is just fine in Arkansas. But if I were him, I would certainly be having some thoughts about, man, I had my best numbers under Dirk Cutter. So, Taylor Green's already over at Arkansas. He's going to be doing his thing with Bobby Petrino. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh, And really, a fantastic hire and perfect for a young, young first-time head coach. When you get somebody like Dirk Cutter in the room, that's going to be huge. So, something to pay attention to with Boise. Yeah, their staff might have been a little bit inexperienced, but none of that matters when you bring in a guy like, like Dirk Cutter who has been around the block. He's been around this thing. Uh, he's a former Boise head coach. Uh, this guy is, I think he just likes it up there. That's that's my guess. But that's a huge, huge staff addition for a Mountain West team. Cheers to the Broncos for getting that thing done for sure. Uh, let's see. Let's move along. Did I say that was topic six? Yes, it was. Okay, topic number eight. And by the way, subscribe if you haven't already. <laughs> I appreciate you. Florida football is hiring Dan Enos. Okay. Uh, he is going to be an off-field uh, assistant. And basically, what they said is he's going to focus on scouting and head coaching projects. Whatever that means. So is he? he's just going to be Napier's uh, personal assistant, I guess. It, we'll see how long that lasts. But Dan Enos uh, was fired from Arkansas early last year after becoming the OC there. Uh, he was already he was the OC under who else was it? <coughs> Good gracious, uh, Brett Bielema. He was the OC under Brett Bielema. Um, yeah, it, it, Enos has been all over the place. He was a quarterback coach at Alabama for one year. Then he goes to Miami to be their OC. Then he goes to somewhere else. I know he was at Maryland for a couple of years. This guy's been all over the place. He's he's just a wandering vagabond. Um, and now he ends up at Florida. And, yeah, like he's got a ton of experience. I'm very curious what he can possibly help Billy Napier with. Like, what is the – what's the deal here? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm very curious. Uh Next topic on the board. This is number eight, I believe. Will Deion Sanders be coaching Colorado in 2025? Uh, had somebody reach out to me on Twitter about this. And, you know, I don't know. I, I would I would venture to say, and Bud Elliott has been all over this, I would venture to say that he is not planning on it. I think that he wanted to coach somewhere in FBS where he could coaches boys on the highest level and he wanted to do the transfer portal thing and see if they could win big immediately and maybe they can this year who knows but the way that he has gone about 
his hiring and firing and his portal and recruiting, he's not recruiting high school kids. Like, it's just not happening. And, yeah, maybe you can just build a college football program like that going forward. But I I ain't seen it done like that. I mean, you, you got to have the high school kids that, that build up and develop through your program, and he doesn't seem interested in doing that. And on the other side of things, you know, Shadour, I'm sure this is going to be his last season. Sean Lewis was the offensive coordinator last year, and Shadour didn't like some of the stuff that he was calling. So they demoted Sean Lewis, and they, you know, they went from there to Pat Shermer, who was already on staff as an analyst. Uh, if you're if you're letting the kids make the, the coaching calls, then that doesn't seem to make a ton of sense to me. But uh, it is what it is. Like, I just – I don't imagine that he will be there in 2025. Uh, and if he does, he's just going to have to completely restructure everything to where it doesn't have anything to do with his kids, I would imagine. So I just – I I don't know. If he's trying to get his son to the NFL, okay, I get it. But, man, this is a wild way of going about it. This is certainly a wild way of going about it. Uh, next up, playoff odds were released. And uh, we won't name the book. No free ads. You guys know how this works. Uh, but if you want to reach out to me, we can certainly talk about it. But this is the first odds to reach the playoff that I have seen out. Uh, so let's let's go through it right quick. We'll just read through. And then we'll go from there. So, uh, playoff odds. Georgia and Ohio State. Minus 900. Yes, minus 900 to make the playoffs. Uh, from there, let's see how this works. <laughs> yeah, minus 900 to make the playoffs. And uh, next up, sorry, I've got some crazy stuff going on around me. Uh, this is what happens on these uh, drive-in shows, I suppose. I suppose that's how that works. But uh, But I'm trying to get into my garage and... There was a dude that just passed me, like, in in the middle of the street. It was wild, absolutely wild. Crazy stuff happens around here, man. Like, it really does. I'm going down this tiny side street trying to get to my parking garage and had a guy pass me. I've never, never had that happen before. So, uh, regardless, Ohio State and Georgia are the favorites to make the playoff at minus 900. That means you got to bet $900 to win 100 on the fact that they're going to make the 12-team playoff. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, Texas, minus 500. That's right, so 1 to 5. $500 to win 100. Uh, Oregon is next up, I believe, uh, minus 450. Yes, minus 450. So right now, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, and Oregon, you've got two Big Ten and two SEC there. That is the way that it goes, of course. Uh, Next up, Kansas State. A little surprising. They are minus 200. Um, yeah, minus 200. You've got Michigan and Utah at minus 110 each. Utah, of course, a Big 12 school. Kansas State also a Big 12 school. Kansas State is the slight favorite to be a conference champion there. Uh, but they also think that Utah is going to be good enough. So, cheers to that. A uh, little surprised that Michigan is as high as they are. But, uh, you know, it's a big name. It's a big name. It is what it is. Um uh, so aside from Michigan, you've got uh, Miami 
at, let's see, plus 100. So even money, even money for Miami. You want to bet $10? You can win $10 on Miami making the college football playoff. Uh, Alabama is next on that list, and they are plus 150. Uh, Ole Miss is plus 150. Penn State is plus 150. Pretty wild. I'll tell you that. Uh, The fact that all of those have the same odds after watching Alabama for the last decade and a half, that's, uh, that's crazy that those teams would have the same odds. But this year, they certainly do. Big things. Big things for the college football playoff, for sure. And uh, who else do we have? We've got a few more. Notre Dame, Tennessee, and Arizona, they are plus 200. Uh, Louisville, plus 225. LSU and Kansas are plus 250. Who would have ever thought that Kansas would be on this list? Same odds as LSU to make a 12-team playoff. Missouri is plus 450. Louisville is plus 225. I think I said that. A&M, USC, and NC State are all plus 500. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely wild. It's uh, This playoff is going to be nuts. Uh, last thing that I wanted to hit on. Wendy's is testing dynamic pricing. So if you've gotten an Uber before in a big city after a big game or whatever, you know that they charge more because they're busier at certain times, right? So if you're leaving a game right when the game is over, Uber is going to charge you two, three times what it would normally cost for a driver because it's just insane. Like, it's the the supply and demand, et cetera. You get how it goes. Wendy's is wanting to do this with fast food hamburgers. And while I do think that Wendy's is really good, I don't think that Wendy's is that good to where a $7 cheeseburger should then be $13. I don't think that that's how that goes. But I don't know. Like, I, I don't understand how this works anymore. Uh, this, this economy is different. You guys tell me what you think about this Wendy's uh, dynamic pricing stuff, this surge pricing. Uh, I'm, I am big time out on this, but who knows, right? We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. All right, if you had not already, subscribe. I would certainly appreciate that. YouTube and, of course, on the podcast, uh, two kind of different things. These drive-in shows are fun. Hopefully you guys are enjoying them. Uh, Give me some feedback. Let me know. Leave some nice reviews on Apple and Spotify, etc. With that said, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. God bless college football. And hopefully, hopefully, all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for listening to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure and follow me on Twitter, at GaryWCE. If you want to toss in a question... You can email me, Gary, at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure and hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.